John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done? Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Who the fuck is singing? Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm defending any of this. Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. Love I it. will I fucking end you. <laughs> oh no, and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more... The more <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to episode 70 of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week we will be discussing Netflix's uh, new release on their platform. This one didn't get a fancy pantsy theatrical rollout. I guess it did get a premiere at Sundance last week, this past week. It is, uh, gotta get the right Gilroy name right. Dan. I keep forgetting that. Dan Gilroy's, um, Velvet Buzzsaw. I didn't really know about this movie until a few weeks ago, and then it was like, oh, it's gonna be on Netflix, and just a couple weeks after that, it is a... Well, I guess as I watched it, as we watched the movie, it became pretty clear that it was just pretty much a straightforward slasher movie. <laughs> pretty, I mean, we, 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 it's something to discuss it, but it is very much just kind of a horror genre piece with a pretty damn good cast of Jake Gyllenhaal, Rene Russo, John Malkovich shows up. Who else am I making? Tony Collette is in there. <laughs> the chick from Stranger Things. Yeah, Nancy Wheeler. I don't Who's know the that? actress, Natalie Dreyer or something. It's the act. Uh, she's which character she was, was she? The girl she was who the kept assistant. finding things. Coco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that one. Natalia that Dyer. Okay. Natalia. Uh, at some point, at some point, Zach, you need to cut in just a clip of her screaming and then saying "fuck me." Because I think that was probably <laughs> that the was the best. That was the yeah, best part was... of the movie. <laughs> it the premise is an actress I didn't name. I should name her. Uh, uh Zaw Ashton. Zaway or Zaw? I don't know. Yeah, Zaway, Zaw. Yeah, Zaw Ashton plays this up and coming um, art scene uh, what curator and Dealer. she step comes across a. She finds someone dead in her apartment. Comes in her apartment, uh, apartment building, complex, not just in her <laughs> complex, and discovers a treasure trove of art that was meant to be destroyed. And spooky things start happening. Um, I mean, we we should get to spoilers pretty quick so we can have a better conversation about this movie. But Agreed. let's go around the ring and just see what everybody thought. Starting with. John. Really? Okay. Um, you can check out my letterbox review of it. I think. Oh, don't boy. be Ben. <laughs> I uh, I enjoyed Aww. this film because I think it it had that great balance between uh, satirizing the art scene in L.A. or any numerous metropolitan. Uh, uh, just go to an art school. You're gonna feel it there too any of those kind of communities. So it, it satirized and parodied that very well, but then also created this pretty compelling thriller. And I think the only flaw that it had for me was the characters that you cared the most about in terms of their character arcs being Jake Hall's morph. Ugh. And, uh, <laughs> uh, 
Zar Zara's Zara whatever her name is. Sorry, I can't pronounce it. We'll just call her uh, Z. Joseph, Z. Oh yeah, we'll say that. Josephina. Josephina. I think those were probably the two main characters, and I don't think by the time the resolution came around, I didn't feel as connected to them. Maybe, or I didn't feel as well. Maybe, maybe them more so than others. Maybe Renee Russo's character was also. Uh, her resolution was the most unsatisfying. So I would say, yes, the, I, you're hitting it right in the head. The movie is very extremely surface level. With the, I don't know like, if that's intentional or not. Well, and, um, and that's not to say, like, I think Jake Gyllenhaal's character arc, I think, was probably, of all of them, the most compelling. But as I was watching... He turns it, on a dime pretty quickly, though. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose. Um... But uh, of all of them, I think it still left something of want in terms of wanting some more depth and some more character growth. But agree, it was still ben. really fun nope, to watch. We'll all get of into them. it later, man. We'll get into more. Of Zach it later. really didn't want you to talk today, John. Just kept talking <laughs> right over along. you. <laughs> We're just gonna get to the spoilers. We get it. You have a Super Bowl party because um, you're cool. No, I don't, I don't. I'm not in a hurry. I'm just saying. Let's get to the spoilers. Ben. I thought. I thought it, like you said, Zach, surface level. Um, I think for the most part, it was a decent horror movie, but it was elevated by, you know, a cast that I really like. Uh, Renus- Russo's amazing. Jake Gyllenhaal's probably my favorite actor alive, so anything he's in, I usually go out of my way to see. I think it was a little longer than it needed to be, or I guess it just it didn't use the time it had appropriately. I think it needed more exposition. Because there was some stuff that, like, you know, the stuff was figured out very quickly without really any, like, reasoning behind it. Just kind of like, oh, here's what's going on. Boom. Um, I mean, I think Gyllenhaal figuring it out with what he's doing in the movie, like, with the amount of research that he's doing. They don't show it, but, like, it clearly spent weeks, like, looking into it. I I, I could roll with it. The movie timeline is very, very quick wasn't like oh this is terrible it yeah. was just like it felt it felt a little short to me but I, mm-hmm. um and the other thing is i think the trailer unfortunately ruined a lot of it like some <laughs> of the best stuff of this movie was already in the trailer which was a bummer so i stopped watching i was like okay yeah, i'm in i just stopped I've, watching. <laughs> i told a few people like oh should i watch the trailer and i said you should watch the first half and then immediately mm-hmm. stop and not finish it just um I think I quit when um, some monkeys got involved in the trailer. I think that's when I was like, "Okay, I, I, I'm watching." Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> also, Billy Billy Magnuson have like I I like him, mm-hmm. so I was happy to see him. He was in one of my favorite movies last year. He was in Game Night, which I really, 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 oh, okay, really nice. liked. Um, but so I think um, my letterbox score matches John's. I'm pretty sure. Like we, well, we both did three and a half. Yay! Yeah, jump high so five. it's like it's, it's yeah, it's good, but it's not. It's so I I rewatched Nightcrawler throughout the week before because it's the same director, and this is no Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is amazing, but this is definitely worth a watch if you're a fan of uh, horror movies. Jake Gyllenhaal, Russo, uh, and Rene Russo, like any of these actors. Uh, yeah, it's also, definitely trying to do something, and also sure. Tony Collette. I don't like she's a great barometer I think for horror movies. I've cuz I've seen like, you know, the Fright Night remake, Krampus, 
uh, Hereditary, this, and it's just like all these movies, all these horror movies she's in are never dull, which is kind of cool, I thought. Yeah, I'll, real quick, it's also a refreshing idea. Like, it's super original, right? No. Like, <laughs> we also didn't mention David Diggs is in this movie, and he's pretty good. But again, I wish he had got more to do. We just didn't get to know much about him. Same with John Malkovich. You guys, you guys said the best. The best moment was with uh, Natalie. No, Natalia Dyer. Dreyer. I would argue it. Yeah, I would argue it was with uh, John Malkovich. Um, what? No, that was good. <laughs> but it's. Uh, we'll go. Uh, I'll mention it again when we go into spoilers. But um, yeah. Okay. So that was that's my my thought on this. Morn. Um, I was not the biggest fan of this movie, so much so that before this podcast, my nose started bleeding because I think the movie was oh, taking no. it out on me, similarly to the movie's You're premise. You're getting haunted. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, I don't know. The whole beginning part, I didn't enjoy that much. Like, I get it, it's satire, ah, but I lived that in, <laughs> I lived that in college. It's not fun for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... And all these people are so stupid. And it did make me laugh, though, how surface level some of them were. Because it's like they had the most generic, overused, like, ringtones of classical songs. And so that gave me a good <laughs> chuckle when they're all trying to be super original with their thoughts. And But it's like, it's just so subjective. <laughs> I also thought, like, them describing the art, like, whenever it was just like, oh, God, that's like... It's like the most cliche thing you could say about yeah. any of these pieces. But like, like, it just is like... Someone's seen a movie where someone talked about art. It's like, let's throw that in like, there. That part of it just went on a little too long for me. Like, the first death, I don't think, came in till past 30 yeah, minutes, 45 minutes in. I don't know. Like, some of those weren't that interesting to me. Like, they felt like... Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel that creative for a movie about creativity. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. like, I've read a book with the same premise. So, for me, it's not, like, the most original thing. And I know, like, other What was stuff the title was, of the book? I don't remember. I'll have to look it up on my Goodreads account. Um, but I don't know. It's like I, the whole time I was just like, man, you know what movie had a really good commentary about art? That movie Contraband with Mark Wahlberg about that Jackson Pollock painting being used as a drop, drop cloth. <laughs> like that's high entertainment commentary on art for me. But like, I just feel like I wish they had. If this is one of those movies where it's like, I wish it had done it differently. Like Jake Gyllenhaal's character, they could have gone the one route and made it more like The Ring, and he could have been Naomi Watts' character. Which I would have been mm. all for. But I also wish uh, they had gone really? campier huh. in ways with the yeah, deaths. I... Like, it would have been a fun B-movie. And it kind of was trying to ride this line between different like feels yeah, that I, I didn't they, work yeah, for me. They needed to kill like five more people. Yeah. And then it also... Yeah, it it didn't... It, I, I agree. It didn't walk the line between the, the horror trappings and the comedy. Because there's like... The whole time I was watching it, like I'm like, okay, this is, I'm, this is fine. I'm watching it. It's fine. And then it would have like the, these moments of like really, there's a few moments of greatness in it, and they're like, oh, and it picked me up, and then it go back to kind of like, uh, yeah. But and I um, think, sorry, um, no, you're fine. Just one one thing that I thought too that, like you said, Lauren, the kills themselves weren't not all of them were great. I think part of it is they didn't like. That should have they should have gotten crazier as they went on. Yeah, but I think it's like the second one is the best, and the other the others are like they're they're good, but they're just not like the the one the one around the um, the sphere. 
Yes, that one. That one was my favorite, probably. Yeah, and it's like even the stuff after that, I kind of laughed. Um, no, that was the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though you like saw again, it coming from moment that's one. Yeah. <laughs> strong, strong second for me. I still have one, one thing above it. Um, I the, think my one last comment about this stuff was, oh, were you going to continue on about that? No, that? you're good. I was just going to say, like, it was really hard for me to like any of these characters because art theft is not, like, I hate it so much. And so I no. could not like any of these characters. That's the point, though, right? Like, all these characters Yeah, but you're like, butt. oh, I love all these characters. It's like, why? They're awful people. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I enjoyed their performances. I enjoyed how campy they were. Yeah, but, like, were, I couldn't were... connect to anyone except maybe Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, and yeah, I think that like, was he, the point, he was the too. Who did. Oh, and uh, they Natalia were Dyers. I appreciated her character. Yeah. But that... <laughs> Just the unluckiest person alive. I, yeah. I think that was the point. Like, you have all these characters that don't recognize sort of the level of their pretentiousness and just t- overall terribleness. Yeah. Except for once Jake Gyllenhaal starts to feel these kind of side effects, he starts to delve deeper in and starts to recognize, oh, we've we've done something wrong. We need to, like, yeah. change it. We need to, like, undo it. And that's the part that, again, was the most compelling for me. It just, I don't know, we weren't... We weren't given enough of it, or it didn't go deep enough, or whatever. Yeah, like it said, it was, it was, was still super, superficial. Go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say, it was one of those things where, like, the kills took too long, because it's like, they build up how much you hate these people, and they're like, but we <laughs> have to sit with them for a while <laughs> before anything starts happening. It's like, I couldn't, and you said that you, John, you said you um, connected to Zawe's character, or Zaw. No. Right? We're never good. Okay, I thought you said you did. No, I thought but she. I, was, I, I thought well, no, she's I thought... a rep, she's a reprehensible person. Yeah, and yeah. The, and in such a way that I was doubting whether this woman is a good actress or do I just hate her so much <laughs> yeah. because she's an awful person. Well, I yeah. think so that's usually just... a good sign that she's doing a good job. Yeah, but like I couldn't even listen to her when when she came on the screen. Well, I think one thing that was interesting was kind of the flip of your sympathy towards. I arguably her and Jake Gyllenhaal were the two main characters and sort of how you switch. Like at first you feel really bad for her and kind of pity her and the way Renee Russo's, Renee Russo's character is treating her. And then slowly as her ambition kind of takes a hold, uh, she becomes more and more, like Zach said, reprehensible and intolerable. Um, she and was Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls. There's, there's <laughs> stuff that's, there's stuff that she does with her face. That's like, who it's almost chilling. Um, <laughs> And then with Jake Gyllenhaal's character, it's the opposite. You start to see him become more vulnerable and more kind of emotional and more uh, muscular, repentant, mm. naked. Uh, that too. <laughs> oh my god, that was the thing I least believed in this movie that that laptop was on because his penis would have been burned off. <laughs> it was a MacBook, guys. Those things get hot. <laughs> I'll say one last thing before, and then we'll get into spoilers. And we can actually start with this from spoilers. But we were talking about how this could have maybe played out a little bit i thought they went a beat too far with the movie i guess you know obviously the last bit of the movie is supposed to be a little like oh but i feel like if they would have moved that element that the movie ends on much earlier in the film and then let Hall investigate that it could have it could have yeah. maybe solved some of the pro- it could allowed yeah. for more kills it could have made it more in-depth and interesting as we got to the bottom of it it created a little bit more of a chase and i still think you could have ended the movie with the scene before that and you still would have had a great little gotcha moment to go out on so let's jump into spoilers did 
everybody else is i would say watch it lauren's yeah. would you say it's worth watching or you just couldn't connect with it because I'd, of your i wouldn't recommend it but okay. like i mean if it looks interesting to you then watch it but if you're just yeah. like i don't know then you don't need to yeah. okay i'll 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 roll with that um okay so spoilers for velvet buzzsaw so spoilers sure spoilers 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 all the spoilers spoilers yeah okay so favorite my favorite moment is when john malkovich who has like abstained from alcohol is he sees the painting the first painting and then just reaches behind him grabs the grabs the glass off the tray and just goes right back to it i I was laughing really hard when that happened. He's just like, fuck, I need to get back into the game. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) relapse is funny, man. Of course, yeah. Oh, come on. (laughs) I'm just giving giving you trouble. Sorry. (laughs) I was just going to say, my favorite John Malkovich movie was when he has his manager, or whatever we want to call him, come in, and he squats by the trash bags, and is like, this is remarkable. And John Malkovich is just like, it's not art. It's just (laughs) trash bags. I thought that was the most. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but that was the best bit it of still like, made satire. Me laugh. Yeah. Oh, I know. No, I agree. I laughed too, but um, I thought that was that was the best little bit of it. One scene I really would have wanted too is Dyer being interviewed by police. It's like, okay, yeah. so you found how many bodies? It's starting to look like you may be the culprit. Like you've had how many jobs this past week? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Also, it didn't make sense that Hobo Man was the one who came to kill. Like, he, Hobo Man had nothing to do with... It seemed well, like it, it was just over, art in general. It can take yeah. over any art. Because yeah, I guess that's he, true. I don't that's think true. he painted that monkey painting. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, that bothered me. They did that throwaway line about tattoo artists, just kind of like they mentioned them. I was like, oh. And then as soon as like it zooms in on the tattoo at the end, it's like, oh... That was a great little reveal. I didn't I see that coming. I hated that death. I kind of, I kind of. Oh, Lauren, how didn't you like that? It was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot, a lot of this movie is kind of stupid, but it's just, it's definitely. Like, it yeah, wasn't my to... least favorite death, but it's up there. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I was like, oh, you got me. It doesn't, then, it doesn't yeah. beat, it doesn't beat field trip stomping around in blood though. That, that yeah, that that hilarious. was so good. <laughs> They just thought it was, the cleaners thought it was a piece of the artwork. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, it It made me think of the beginning of um, Scream 2. Mm. Oh, Which, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, sh- what's her name? Jada Pinkett Smith. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think my fa- or my least favorite death was probably the one where the guy got hanged. Because it was just felt so unoriginal. Just a random hand reached out and grab it, grabbed him. Yeah. But I, I loved how... They created that also, space of like claustrophobia, from? like the idea that he was in the art exhibit, but then the art exhibit almost came alive and was its own. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I would have enjoyed it more had it crushed him. <laughs> What's with Netflix not being able to get like simple blue screen shots to look good, it, like in almost know, all their right? movies? Does like, anybody they, else notice that? Yeah, they're not they're not good at that. They like need to a get lot of their effects, like their cheap effects work, <laughs> looks cheap. You need to get someone who can nail it, because when the stuff that should be easy, 
I don't know. I th- there's a couple bits good. that just stood yeah. out, but then some of it did look really good too. I so it was it's very confusing. Uh, I just that's something I was thinking about while I was watching this movie. I did enjoy the filmmaking of that hanging scene though, because they seemed to be doing some pretty creative on set stuff. It seemed where they were moving walls and stuff as the camera oh, yeah. would swing around. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. I just mean like the actual way he died yes. was kind yeah. of like ugh. Yeah. And did it have any, I guess, it would have been interesting if the stuff had a little bit more of a connection to the characters, too, you know, I, um, the, what kills them. Like, had or it been it their had, own like, art? <laughs> yeah. Or if it had some kind of meaning to it, I guess. Well, yeah. I kind of like the ambiguity of just these people who are involved in art dealership in such a super, excuse me, superficial and commercial and capitalist way. I like the idea that 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 kind of spirit is going to regardless of their connection to the artist vetral d's uh it's going to invade every aspect whether it's that art installation which was separate or the sphere which was separate or hobo man like well i thought i wish the d's entity had more of a morality to him it just seemed to be very random. Random, I mean, yeah. I, and I also I knew that Hobo Man was gonna kill Jill and Hall just because in the beginning it's like I can't save you. It's like oh okay, that's where that's going. <laughs> that I also really liked that death just because I think that <clears throat> excuse me that character or that character that animatronic it was it just looked frightening to me. I remember yeah, it, was, it was the only yeah, one that was actually cool. legit, like a horror moment. It was like, oh god, oh, that's crazy. I think that was an act, like it was an it actor, was an actor. Right? There was yeah. an actual yeah. person in it. Yeah, yeah. there was ma- it was a makeup work. So there that's was the CG very, makeup. Very yeah. good. It must have been like one of those guys, you know, in the city who just does like the robot. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it looked. Um, good. My favorite John Malkovich moment, since everyone seems to be sharing it throughout <laughs> the podcast. Uh, was him delightfully making his own art yes. and sand at the yeah, end. That was, that was so pretty great. great, too. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. What a <laughs> way, great way to end this movie. Just oblivious to everything that's happening <laughs> yeah, back yeah. home. <laughs> I loved when he was shooting baskets and knocking them down. I was like, oh, John Malkovich. <laughs> high field goal percentage there. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Are we already exhausted Velvet Buzzsaw? Um, I think so. Yeah, which which is unfortunate. I mean, I think it's very well made. Like, it looks great. It's shot pretty great. It has this great cast. But it's just very... Like, what's the point of it all? That's yeah, what I was asking. I, like, like, I was waiting for some sort of message or some sort of uh, don't be greater a dick. idea. Yeah, especially, especially after, like, Nightcrawler yeah. and stuff. Don't steal art. <laughs> and, you know, a movie doesn't have to have that. I guess maybe I was just expecting that, too. Well, and that's why I was kind of saying in the top that this movie is just kind of a straightforward slasher movie. with there's no real rhyme or reason to it. There's not yeah. some big, great reveal. Yeah. Or anything? Did anybody read into the, what was the significance of the? Excuse me the, the the painting that they end on and was the same painting that was on. Um, I think Zaw's it was just phone. we knew for I, sure you would recognize it. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. I think it's just it's showing that okay. he's selling the 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 Deezes. Well, yeah, that well, that's another great point of why that that felt like that moment should have had a little more to it than just. It yeah. haunting these people, and why do these perp- why, why do would, these people deserve to haunt, die either? And at the why end? would it like, haunt yeah. this guy? Because like he's he's selling like garbage, like 
what he thought was garbage. Oh no, they stole it too. Damn it. Yeah. But here's the but here's the difference. I think I think this does tie into kind of the message that we're kind of searching for. Because when Josephina originally, in pretty much like trespasses and invades his space, she's she's looking for something Who's that he? can the artist. Thank you. Uh, when Josephina, she's she's got this ambition to her that's all about. Uh, it's very self-involved and it's about elevating herself and there's no real respect towards the artist, right? It's extremely commercial and extremely capitalistic and that's kind of... But I think everybody appreciates his work. I mean, everyone just thinks it's the best thing they've ever seen, so there is an appreciation No, for sure, but it's still mired in this commercialism that arguably is kind of tainting the artwork itself and doesn't respect the creation aspect. It's, it's, they recognize the beauty in it for sure, but immediately it's not necessarily like we need to make sure we get this displayed at all costs or not even that, because as soon as she finds out that he wanted it all destroyed, she, she goes immediately to take it anyway. It's all about, okay, how can I, how can I use this to propel my own career? Whereas, I think there was Welcome a... to Instagram. <laughs> Whereas with the guy at the end, and we see as soon as like even as soon as she steps into the apartment, that one that one painting kind of starts to catch on fire. Kind of an indication that like the curse has began or whatever. Seriously, how did um, no one get killed by fire in this movie? Yeah. That if anything, that was a well, huge I mean, lapse. Yeah, the, the, oh no, yeah, I guess the first one kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> but But it's like but but no, like multiple. The first few instances is the, his paintings self emulate. Uh, whether you, yeah, whereas and then that just goes away. That was really weird. Whereas with the guy at the end, the um the guy just selling it off the fence, the homeless man. The hom- well, yeah, it. I guess it's not super clear, but I I feel like there's more of an innocence and more of a naivety or more of a no. Just like, they stole it. No, they ben, stole it from ben, the yeah. They yeah, stole it they from, stole the from the truck to profit. From, yeah. Oh, I thought she just like gave it away, and so that's how no, they got it. No, they they briefly yeah, they mentioned it. that there was no there was no art left in the truck when they found the truck. Because, oh, and we're talking about two different moments. I think I'm talking about the homeless guy at the end. He stole it. No, he didn't steal it off the truck. He st- yes, but, they did. They stole it from the truck. I thought they stole it from Gyllenhaal's stuff. I thought like all the stuff that was left out there. That's where oh, they stole that's it from. a good point too. Well, either way, See, they stole it. I thought it. the lady <laughs> who had the tattoo was just like, "Here, take my art and just give it away or something. Hmm. Do whatever no, you want I, with it." <laughs> I think the fact that I think I think she was saying, "Burn it." Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think Rene Russo wanted all of the pieces burned. I don't know. I think that interaction at the end, though, regardless of them stealing it, when the two people on the street come up and walk to him and like, hmm, how much? And the guy looks at it and he's just like, I don't know, five dollars. Like he's not he's he's trying to make a living, but he doesn't care necessarily as much about the like, hey, I'm trying to like get as much out of you as I can, or I'm trying to like profit yeah, exorbitantly still... off like the creation of someone else like but I... I think he's still he stole it and he's selling it i think that's just it's bottom line that this is going to continue uh, yeah, it was weird because the whole death thing was supposed to be like people who are profiting off the art but it's like i never felt like jake gyllenhaal did so why did he die yeah like he was trying he, to they, well, no, because it, he was he was kind of yeah, tied into maybe. it though right because he had he owned a couple of the exclusive paintings, and he was going to write a book about the artist. And yeah, I guess he, yeah, so the book but he, he, he did make a turn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did see the light, but 
it was too late, I guess. And I think it's like he's he's he was planning on profiting off of it, and um, I think this is the and it's it's the the paintings have two different things. They're they're focused on killing people who profit and killing people who would stop them. I guess like they want to keep spreading so they can keep killing people. But like kinda... I didn't take it as the art had motive so much as the spirit of the dude. And well, if it's... he wanted his art destroyed, that makes no sense. Well, I don't think it's the spirit of the dude. I think it's. I think it's just a. a man- I mean, it is his spirit. essence. It's he his put blood, blood in yeah. it. His, yeah, his, I guess. Uh, what they? What was the word? His um. Tissue. Yeah, what was the? Yeah, tissue. tissue. That's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with Warren. It, he should have been helping Jake Gyllenhaal. The art, the hobo man, should have helped him burn. His, uh... <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can. Hobo save man. You. Next scene in the next Spider-Man movie. It'll be it, his sidekick. It, it led to probably one of the be- better deaths in the movie, and again, one of the best comedic moments. Fuck me. <laughs> and then I got confused with her. It's like, so is she gonna die because she has his cat? Are we just going all out with stuff? Yeah, I don't know what was going on with the cat there at the end. I guess she was getting out of there, but yeah, but then she like they make a real big point of that cat's coming with her. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That's why this movie isn't a plus inter- yeah, entertainment. Like... Um, anybody have anything else to say about Velvet Buzzsaw? Uh, not about the movie, but I want to commend John for not making a D's nuts joke as we <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> or uh, Lo- saving it probably. Lo- low key, yesterday I was hanging out with some friends and we were doing a board game night. Good thing all this is getting cut from the podcast. Oh, no. Don't cut my D's nuts comment. I was we'll waiting see. on that the whole podcast episode to see if he said it. All right, we'll just cut John out. Yay. So, I feel so next attacked. week, we are doing a 1999 flashback. It is one of my picks. It is Stanley Kubrick's final film, Eyes Wide Shut. Has anybody seen this movie? I've actively avoided it. Nope. <laughs> oh great never seen it no john i don't nope. even know what it's about there's so much nudity in this movie i would have totally thought john would have seen this yeah, movie. are you ki- are you kidding me are you kidding me <laughs> there is an orgy scene that's what it's famous for yeah there's nothing artistic about that <laughs> eyes wide shut is amazing i love it and i'm so excited for another movie to where we've got three fresh eyes on it to see how it plays with you all. It is stars Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, and it follows um, Tom, Tom Cruise over a couple nights as he deals with stress in his marriage, I guess is the baseline of this movie. Wait, like stress in his marriage in the movie or outside of the movie? Both, probably. <laughs> this movie notoriously shot for almost oh over God. a year. It's 159 minutes. God. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Eyes Wide Shut. A masterpiece. We'll see if oh, everybody no. else agrees with me. <laughs> Until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. And you can now listen to this podcast on Spotify, if that's your preferred method of 
podcasting. Uh, they made it a lot easier to put stuff on there, and you can now find us on there. So go there and listen if that's what you like. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. You can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at Another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter when you'll get updates on when we post written content for the website or podcast episodes. And that's at Middle of Row, hashtag Nova. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Eyes Wide Shut, and remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. Mm-hmm.